Well, maybe your family will walk in on you and just distract you and make noises. Well, we'll both have, we'll both have family interrupting us mid record. It's just like, guys. I said to my parents, I was like, so we're going to be recording. So like, don't worry about being quiet. I'll close the door and like the mics are so good. It'll be fine. My dad was like, oh, okay. So just like, you probably would hear it if I went upstairs and like pounded on the door and tried to scare you. Right. And I was like, (laughs) like I got so viscerally angry. It was like, I reverted to like my childhood and was just like, don't do that. It's not funny. Funny. Um, which is so funny because of course he has to make that joke, but I seriously, like he would never do that. Right. He takes this so seriously for me. I feel like that's why they have left the house. This is also the second time this has happened to me where I've been mid record and I go out and I'm like, Hey everybody. Oh, nope. Nobody here. (laughs) Which is actually worse. Cause that's scary. Yeah. That's right. He left. He went to he went to the pub and then yeah just That's now right. so I went and I I went downstairs and I was like where is everybody and then I checked and the car's gone so I was like which is funny because I didn't hear the garage door open this feels like home alone this just feels like you're this is when the ghost shows you just up. got it's when no one's here Kevin McAllister yep and the instead of bad guy robbers you're gonna get bad ah, guy ghosts ah. <laughs> I made my family disappear. (laughs) 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 This is, Amy, literally the perfect transition into this episode of Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Cause it's and an extra shot of jolly. The holiday episode. It is. It kind of turned into the Christmas episode. We it did. It kind of did. We gave it a wide variety of options, but it, it all turned just into came back Christmas. to Christmas. And I say we lean into it. I'm leaning far into it. I And on right on cue, the Christmas lights that I had on a timer that I forgot about just turned on and scared the... Yay! Scared the jingle bells right out of me. <laughs> uh, that's delightful. We're decorating our tree tomorrow. Oh, how fun. Um, which we did ours nice. the day after Thanksgiving because we were here. Oh, I'm I'm into that. My parents were out of town and then they needed to buy a new Christmas tree. And then we're just, we're busy people, you know? Of course, like, life happens. My, my mom had book club last night. Aww. Uh, I'm recording this tonight. We just got to get on the same schedule. Yeah, you got to have everyone's schedules cleared when it's family. Mm-hmm. When it's just Ithamar and I, it's like, cool. So Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Great. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too is that uh, when I was over in England, they're, they don't have Thanksgiving, Obvi. Oh, true. So I didn't have the guilt of celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving. Oh, my so God. So I got to go into Christmas mode, um, which was so fun. The The first thing, uh, well, the, let's see. No, the weekend before, uh, I went into London, and um, I wanted to go to the Christmas markets. They have, like, some Christmas markets Ooh, in London. Ooh, that's I'm not awesome. going to lie. They open early. They weren't ready for me. They, they did have a ton of hot mulled wine, which <gasps> is the, the best, best part of everything. Oh, yes. But I was really looking for more, like, 
Christmas shopping, like crafty things. And it, there was some of that. It was mostly food at this point. So that sounds nice. I think I think they get better like later on. Yeah. But then I got to go to Leavesden Studios. Um, What's that? Where they filmed all of the Harry Potter movies. Oh, I saw your pictures. And. Ben got me tickets, and he specifically got the tickets for um, Hogwarts in the Snow, which is where they do everything for Christmas time. And oh like, gosh, Amy, that's the most Christmassy thing ever. You know, Harry Potter, it's Christmas for me. I usually I read them starting at Thanksgiving right. and then finish at New Year. So it's always Christmas, Hogwarts, Christmas, yes. Hogwarts. And it is like such a thing for me. So to literally get to walk into the great hall that was decorated for Christmas and it had like Yule Ball stuff and like they had all the they had the common room set up like it was Christmas. Oh, it was just it was a magical experience. And they they said, like, expect to spend like three to seven hours here. Whoa. That's it. I was like, that's insane. That's like a day at Disneyland. So we were there, and honestly, like, I mean, I did every single thing I wanted to do. I also was, like, conscientious of, like, being with another human who was, like, that's interesting, and that's it, <laughs> you know? This is and pretty. So, yeah. so I definitely, like, I, I believe me, I saw every single thing that I wanted to see, but I didn't feel, it was actually kind of nice because it was, like, I didn't feel the compulsion to look at everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it was, like. I feel like before I might have been like, well, I have to go read all about the creature design. And I was, but I was like, I don't give a shit. I just want to see yeah. Diagon Alley. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, That's amazing. So, How much time did you spend there? Oh, at least three hours. Oh my like God. easy. And we kind of booked it. Wow. Like, and it was three hours at least. I didn't realize it was um, that like it's detailed. Huge. Yeah. It's huge because it's like, all of the main original sets that they filmed and there's two lots or or it's one lot but it's like two big I mean they call them two lots um and an outdoor section Uh, I mean it's just so cool it was unbelievable I I think I probably took like 300 photos like it was just I'm sure I nonstop. one of my like local friends uh through just like puppets and stuff uh she and her husband went they went they were in Spain and they I just noticed on Instagram her posting pictures from their trip abroad and suddenly like the week before you I see all these pictures from exactly what you went to like and I they're very obsessed as well and so I was like wow that's really cool I gotta tell Tammy about this and then like a few (laughs) days later you post I'm like oh my god of course she knew of course but it it looked really cool it looked so cool it was amazing yeah I was truly and it was because originally Ben was going to get tickets for my birthday when I first went over there and he was like, you know, they were like sold out. It was really kind of like last minute that I was going to be over there. Um, and then he got these and, and literally like, I can't, it had just, they had just started the like Hogwarts in the snow, like the week before or whatever. I just can't describe, I mean, truly like one of the like top five, things I would want to do in my life is like see Hogwarts at Christmas and like I got to do that it was I cried so so I was gonna say how many tissues did you have to go through (laughs) and they also like because they know and they did such a good job I it also again 
I'm obsessed with the books. The movies, I'm like, they exist. Great. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't love, I mean, truly most of them I saw one time in the movie theater. Wow. You know, like, mm. I don't, I don't love, love, love the movies. Um, I've, and some of them annoy me quite a bit. Oh, okay. But. See, I've only seen the movies. I have not read the books. So I wasn't sure how I was going to feel. And it was just, I mean, oh. It was a dream come true. It was amazing. Oh, I'm so, so happy for you. It's yeah. such a Christmassy holiday Eve experience. It's like yeah. a perfect thing to kick off the season. It oh, really did. I'm so I got happy. I woke up that morning, I was getting ready and I was playing Christmas music. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I love it. And it didn't even occur to me because you don't have Thanksgiving in Europe. It's like, oh, yeah, you can fucking start Christmas after Halloween. Yeah. Who cares? I love it. Love it, love it, love well, it. Well, Speaking of, yes. Um, let's. You want to talk about our drinks? Yes. Well, today we're doing the 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 topic. Generally, was like ghosts that appear at the holidays, or mm-hmm. um, specifically Christmas, because that's what we fell into. So, like, mm-hmm. basically, not the ghosts of Christmas past, but ghosts of Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. So, I my drink uh, only because I shit you not, I've never in my life had eggnog ever. <gasps> I almost got eggnog, Amy. <laughs> I wanted to do mulled wine, but I already drank my mulled wine spice. Like I u- used it when we were decorating yeah. the tree. We made mulled wine, so I'm out of spices. And um, the other wines are like too nice for mulled wine. Mm-hmm. So sure. I, of course, so I ordered obviously an almond milk based uh, mm-hmm. nog. And then I, since I've never drank in one, I've never made one. I was like, what? I, for some reason, thought you put rum in eggnog, but it says brandy. So I happen to have brandy. Yeah. And it's brandy or bourbon. I've done bourbon. Yes. They did say you could do bourbon if you want to like really get get cool. But uh, Mm -hmm. I only had brandy. Thank God I had brandy. And I put it in this adorable little snowman. Snowman. And I think he's ice skating. skating. Yeah. He's ice skating because this is more non-denominational, which was so stupid because we're obviously doing Christmas. (laughs) We're doing Christmas. (laughs) But yeah. So what what are you drinking? Well, I made one of my favorite drinks that I haven't had in a long time, actually. It is a poinsettia, (gasps) which is uh, champagne and cranberry juice. Mine's Prosecco, but it's extra special. Because it's Prosecco that came from the last box of the Turner Classic Movie Wine Club. I have been it thinking is, about that yeah. wine club so much. I got it. <laughs> I got it shipped to my parents, oh. uh, this last box. It is the 25th anniversary of Turner Classic Movies. And so they have a little Prosecco for their anniversary. Oh, my God. Um, it is the last box because, friends, I got to get real about my budget now. <laughs> and um, $200 boxes of wine are no longer in the budget. Damn. Well, so, they will be again that's one day. Right. We're enjoying it. And I got to say, I've been, you know, lots of Thanksgiving stuff. I, I keep bringing bottles to people. It's really paid for itself. So. Truly. I will miss it. Someday he, I will come back. But You sure as hell will. I have imbibed yeah. in many of those Turner Classic mm-hmm. movie wines with you. So Turner Classic movies, we salute yes. you. We salute you. We'll see you Cheers. soon. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Harry. Oh, mm. that is good. Yeah, mine's good. Mm. Oh, I like That's, this. I like. And now I've now I have an open bottle of Prosecco downstairs. Mm. Ruh-roh. 
Well, you know, those and don't last long. My parents long. are out of the house. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, they deserve it. Trash the place while you're at it. Hi, buddy. Woo. Oh, Tuesday wants some eggnog. You want some eggnog? Yeah, he does. Hi, buddy. He's just actually staring at the wire to the microphone like... Ooh, what's Ooh, this, I could, Mama? I could play with that. This, this or the Christmas lights? What will it be? Come here, buddy. Um, I went full Tammy and decided to do a little historical research for you. I love it. I'm so happy because I am going to warn everyone right now. Mine is short and kind of stupid. But I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. So I stuck with it. Also, I did my research at midnight last night. I really needed to go to bed because my weed gummy was starting to kick in. Um, oh, so yeah. I was like, you know what? This will do. This will do. <laughs> That'll do. Amy. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> um, well, I decided because I was doing some research. And again, you start looking at Christmas ghosts and what comes up. But, of course, ye old Charles Dickens and A Christmas Carol. Yes. And um, I learned that there is a tradition in England, but not in Ireland or Wales or the United States, of telling ghost stories at Christmas. So when Charles Dickens wrote this, it's like Halloween got embraced by, like, everywhere else and so they started telling their ghost stories then but it's been like since the elizabethan times um like a winter's tale that shakespeare wrote mm-hmm. it's like a ghosty story oh, yeah. and so they um that was like a traditional thing was telling and think about it there'll be scary there'll be ghost, ghost stories, stories and tales yeah, of the exactly. glories yes christmas is long, long ago. ago i always thought of that mm-hmm. too and as an um a few of my favorite things, too. Wait, raindrops on... No, never mind. Just kidding. That's whiskers on kittens. Scary ghost yeah. stories and something with bourbon. Warm winter mittens. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there I don't is know. something with scary... No, I'm thinking of the song. Anyway, I'm so glad you brought this up because I yeah. heard that song on my Pandora Christmas station the other day. Mm-hmm. And I actually was thinking about, did we ever discuss why the hell... Christmas is associated with yeah. ghosts. Why are you doing ghost stories? So Yay. apparently that's been a tradition. And then I also, I did, I got uh, an article off of time.com. Ooh, my goodness. Fancy. A real site. Um, and they're talking about, so basically I won't read it out loud, but basically um, Charles Dickens, because, you know, everyone knows about uh, poor little Oliver Twist and, you know, he was in the workhouse and, Oh, yes. Uh, was, was starving. He, so Lisa, may I have some milk? That's, that's him. That's the one. Uh, so Charles Dickens was really into uh, child welfare, which was something that no other Victorians were into. They had a very rapidly expanding middle class, and they needed cheap labor, and children were there and expendable. Hey. So they had pretty terrible lives, and there were no laws about child labor at the time. Supply and demand. So he... Exactly. Like, I mean, I need my Forever 21. So um, <laughs> my my Forever 1821. Um, so, so, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do not want eggnog to come out of your it nose. It almost just did. And that would have been so fucking disgusting. It tastes great yeah. going down. I can't imagine this coming back up. Yeah. That would be. Oh, yeah. How do you like it? I love it. It's okay. thick, you know, like it's yeah. thick. So texturally, it's interesting. But the taste is so good. When I have 
had it made for me at Christmas parties. Like they they would always do eggnog, but then they would fold in whipped cream oh. and then do the bourbon as well. And so it was really thick. That and sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it's heavy. Just like 7,000 calories oh, per cup. I can so. imagine. Well, this almond milk yeah. one isn't, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, it came straight from Whole Foods, and I think it's like fifty calories for eight ounces. <laughs> but the bourbon added more, obviously. Yeah, of course. And the food I'll have to eat afterwards because I'll be a little drunky. I know, me too. Also, starving to death because my parents left without me. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I know they listen to the podcast, but they only listen when they're in like long drives. So they'll listen to this episode in like a year and a half. Like I could be dead by that point. And, like, and they'll feel they're gonna so be like, guilty. I don't remember leaving her home alone. Why did also, we- I'm going to feel like a real asshole if they come back with food for me. I'm- also, I'm going to feel like a real asshole because I think I said just take care of it yourselves. And I mm-hmm. think I implied I wanted leftovers, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, so anyway, Charles Dickens basically was very against uh, like, you know, kind of the robber bear. Not we didn't have that term then, but, you know, the the workers or the that um, factory bosses were and owners were responsible for the well-being of their workers, which is like a really radical idea. Right. So he basically, instead of write, he started to write a pamphlet, like this is why you sh- should not be assholes to your workers. And instead he wrote a story where he makes his character Scrooge, who is, oh. you know, a real asshole and doesn't care about humanity or his fellow man or Bob Cratchit, you know. And then he gets introduced to these ghosts, which was very traditional at the time. And uh, they show him the error of his ways and that he needs to have love and, and take care of his. He gives him a raise, he, you know, gets him the turkey dinner and all that. And so um, it really it wasn't like hip in Victorian times to celebrate Christmas. It was way more hip to celebrate like epiphany. Oh, Um, really? But then after this story became so popular, that's when they really started celebrating Christmas. So yeah, I had no idea that is so, Hmm. yeah, that is some of the history. Well, and of course I now have the Muppet Christmas Carol songs stuck in my head. When I said Bob Cratchit, I was picturing a green frog. Absolutely. there's no one else. No, and when you say Scrooge, I've got Michael Caine right there. Michael Caine. I mean, and I thought... My brother and I, oh... Every year we watch it Christmas Eve, and they sing that Scrooge song at the beginning. Yes. And, like, the last lines are like, every day in every way, way, Scrooge Scrooge is is getting getting worse. worse. And then it goes bump, bump, and he turns around, and my brother and I on that bump, bump, we always go, Michael Caine. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't see his face until then. (laughs) Uh, It's getting getting worse, worse. Michael Michael Caine. (laughs) (laughs) I thought of you so much because I cooked Thanksgiving dinner just for me and Uh Ithamar because we had to cancel Mm -hmm. our vacation to Cabo because our little cancer patient here at home, which Mm -hmm. was fine. So at uh, the last kind of minute, I cooked I whipped up a traditional Christmas uh, Thanksgiving feast that could have fed a small mm-hmm. village for the two of us and it was amazing and every time at the Mars said like that is so good I, <laughs> I always like, it, it is isn't it <laughs> or like that tastes that tastes amazing it does doesn't it <laughs> And no, no one gets it, but like you and my younger sister would be the only two people in the world who would get that immediately. Speaking of people who listen to this podcast, we're going to have a fight. Um, Mm -mm. 
because Ben's family is also obsessed with Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh my god! And he lit- literally does that every time <gasps> he's cooking something. I say it smells good. Yes. And he says it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I am here to counter, and we will find out this Christmas Eve. I don't think she says, doesn't it? Really? I think she just says, it does. And then she makes a fun face, a Miss Piggy face. I am confident, and I have been saying this for like seven months, but I refuse to actually look it up. Okay. I wanted to wait until Christmas Eve to see if I was right or not. I'll probably be watching it soon enough, because we got Disney Plus, it's streaming. Yes, it's on there. So we're... Ethamar keeps saying like each night, like you want to, cause we're watching like Christmas movies okay. each night. He's like, you want to yeah. watch Muppet Christmas Carol? I'm like, I'm not in the mood to cry. Cause I know I yeah, cry. I oh, I cry so every time. So bad. Like, Bless us all. <laughs> so sad. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. okay we'll great. find out. So now, you know, Ben, Amy is on team. Doesn't it? Yes. So let's find out. Okay. So now there's two of you. I'm starting to doubt myself. Uh-oh. I'm starting to doubt myself. Uh-oh. Let's find out. Okay. We're finding out on Christmas Eve. It's um. Um, okay. Do you want to hear about Christmas ghosts Mm -hmm. (laughs) or do you want to go and then I can do my, I have two little stories. Um, no, that's yours. I I like it. Yeah. Great. Here we go. Oh, I found both of these, um, on a website called, it's either called liveabout.com or liveabout.com. Neither of those make sense. No, I don't know which one. They're both bad. So let's just go with neither. Okay. (laughs) Neither. This is neither.com yes. uh, article called Haunted Christmas Yuletide Tales of Ghosts. Mm. Um, and they had like seven different stories, but two of them were Santa Claus. And that's not a ghost. That's not okay. a ghost. It's a fictional character. That's Santa. Well, uh, <gasps> Oops. I mean, um, oh, God. Uh, oh, sorry. I Amy, what? I meant St. Nicholas. There's no Wait. saint named Nicholas. But yes, Santa oh. Claus is real, Tammy. Okay. Yes, good. you're going to get like, so many how presents. How else would I get those presents? No, you're on the good list. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Just keep drinking Back. that uh, poinsettia. <laughs> I may have told you this already. You know, my parents had to sit me down and tell me to my face. Aww. The truth about Santa and my mother's exact words were, you know, Santa's more of a spirit of giving or idea. And I went, (laughs) because I was old enough to know what that meant. Amy, would you like to guess how old I was? (laughs) Oh, boy. Nine. Here, This is our impromptu haunter hoax in the middle. Oh, I love it. I love it. You were nine years old. Eleven. My little brother didn't believe anymore. And literally, my mom was like, her friends are going to start making fun of her. She's in middle school. We have to get this handled. (laughs) That's so cute. You know, I think my oldest niece believed until like age 12, too. Like, it just how your mom. That was a great way to phrase it, though. Like, it's more about the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I will. They did a great job. Yeah. Then I also remember then they were like, and now that you know, you get to join in and be Santa for others. And so uh, you're like, oh, great. We would always, fuck, I got to spend money now. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> we would always do like the little adopt the angel off the Christmas oh, yes. tree and get them yeah. stuff, you know. Aww. So, yeah, so that was yeah. nice. But yep, 11, 11. That is the cute. Some of my friends had their periods <laughs> and I believed in Santa Claus. I had started my period and I was wearing like a beak 
teacup and I figured out that shit way too young. And my mom got real mad at me because I started spoiling it for my cousins. I was like, guys. And I, I was like myself, I was like seven or eight and I constructed a chart of like, all the reasons why he probably doesn't exist. And I'm like, I don't even have a fireplace or a chimney. And they mm-hmm. say he comes in through the window. But wouldn't I feel the cold air at night? <laughs> and the, I mean, my, my aunt and my mom, we got so fucking pissed at me. They're like, Amy, could you please stop? Could you please stop? So no one told me. I just had to be a smart ass and like determine mm-hmm. it on my own and then make sure I spoiled oh. it for everyone you aim splained I aim splained see as you and I grew up we kind of swapped mm-hmm. a little bit yeah I'm still yeah. a child who now if Ithamar threatens me like he'll be like you know Santa's watching I'll be like oh shit okay I'll be good because <laughs> I know he's Santa you know <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good point <laughs> oh you sweet cute thing I love that you cried it is upsetting you can still believe in yeah. Santa Whatever we believe in is true, right? Yeah. So manifest that shit. Well, it was like it was Santa and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. It was all of those wrapped. I mean, that was a that was the day all the magic died. It's so. Although sad. I will say, I lost my last tooth. I can't think I told you this too. I'm, I'm a very slow developer. I was fucking 19 years old. I was home from college, like over the summer, and my last molar came out. And I literally came out and was like, "Hey, <laughs> somebody call the Tooth Fairy." Somebody just became a woman. I don't have any of my baby teeth anymore. <laughs> I got a 20 for this, right? <laughs> no, I think I came out of the bathroom and said, I'm a woman now. And my dad goes, I thought you already had your period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this is just a therapy session really, for me today. And is. I apologize. Hey, you know what? That's what happens on when we record two episodes a day it's we're on our second round of cocktails i'm in my childhood bedroom it's christmas it's a lot this is the time of year we need the most therapy is the holidays we really do my therapy is alcohol that is how i handle it amen sister Mm -hmm. well let's hear about some other people let's hear it i I copied and pasted these, and I feel like they were good. I can't remember. Sorry. Okay. This one's called The Christmas Visitor. Um, I had an unusual visitor on Christmas Day 2008. Specific. My first period. (laughs) (laughs) Aunt Flo came to town. As red as a poinsettia. (laughs) Um, The day started in typical fashion with opening of gifts around the Christmas tree. I served an early Christmas dinner for family and friends and everybody departed by five o'clock except for my sister and brother-in-law who lived with me. Uh, They went to sleep in a bedroom at the end of the hall, but their door was open. I went into my bedroom with my dog, Toby, Toby, um, and shut the door securely. Toby curled up on the foot of my bed to sleep like he always does. It was chilly, so I pulled the blankets and comforter up around my head and curled up to nap. I was just dozing off when I heard the latch on my bedroom door open. I waited several seconds for my sister and brother-in-law to say whatever they'd come to say, but there was no other sound. It was almost 7 p.m., so my bedroom was pitch black. I'd left lights on in the kitchen and the bathroom, and there were lots of Christmas lights in the living room, so the hallway was well lit. I would have been able to see whoever was at the door just by lifting my head. Uh, I lifted my head up from the pillow, but just... uh, but just as I would have been able to see who was in the hallway, an extremely bright light hit me right in the face. Mm. I shielded my eyes and yelled, turn out that expletive light. You're blinding me. The expletives are at 
pound percentage dollar. Hmm. So whatever swear word that is. Ah, ah, turn out that ass light. Turn out that ash light. That ash that light. That ass licking light. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Ooh, kinky. Um, it got kinky. It did. Uh, the light immediately disappeared, and I heard the bedroom door latch close. My bedside light is a touch lamp, so I tapped it and looked around the bedroom. Uh, thanks for telling me how your lamp works. That has no bearing on the story. <laughs> a touch there lamp. Oh, my God. Like, Classic. Brag. Come oh, on. you're um, so fancy. You don't have to press a switch. Yeah. Ew. Uh, there was no one around except me and Toby. Toby jumped off the bed and went to the door. At first, I wasn't frightened because Toby is a Dutch shepherd and was trained to be an excellent watchdog. Ooh, oh. Toby, go! Oh, that means go, dog, go. Um, the only Toby I know is a bloodhound from the Great Mouse Detective. Um, <laughs> oh yes, Aww. Toby. <laughs> Uh, since Toby was already up, I decided to go let him outside and see what sis and her husband needed. When I went into the hallway, I could see both of them still in bed. I took Toby to the living room, uh, to let him outside and there was nobody there. Uh, normally I'm not a skittish person, but this made my skin crawl. Mm. Let me add that the latch on my bedroom door is broken in such a way that the inside door handle must be jiggled for the latch to pop out. Mm. Uh, it makes a very distinctive sound that I'm used to listening to. For because if it doesn't latch, the door swings open. I'm absolutely positive the door was latched closed when I got into bed. So I think I think they're saying this is clearly a dude writing this. Mm. Like I just have to say, mm-hmm. I feel like it means that you basically can't do the latch from the outside. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Yes, because yeah. like if you got to jiggle things on the inside to get the latch to work, right. so you can't do it from the outside. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. When I left the bedroom, the door was latched closed again. I couldn't understand how my sister or brother-in-law could have come into my room and returned to their own bed in the few seconds it took me to reach the hallway. But I figured it had to be one of them. And since Toby always barks and growls at everybody and everything he doesn't uh, recognize, uh, and he didn't do that, I assumed it was them. Uh, Oh, when my brother-in-law got up to get ready for work that night, which... I guess Charles Dickens didn't work. This poor guy has to go to work on Christmas night. Um, I asked him about it. He looked puzzled and said, I never got up and I never opened your door. I slept soundly the whole night. Uh, So then I asked my sister, did you want something earlier this evening when you opened my door? She looked puzzled and said, I dozed off and on, but I never got out of bed and I never heard or saw anything. Uh. So who was the special Christmas visitor and how did they get in and out so quickly? Like most people, thoughts of loved ones are always close at hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lie down, I was thinking about how happy I was that my small family had enjoyed a pleasant Christmas, but it would have been so much better if my brother and mother had still been alive to share it with us. I'd like to think it was my brother's spirit stopping by to say Merry Christmas. I still think of you too. Aww. Um, leave it to me to see the stairway to heaven and ruin my chance in eternal paradise by saying turning that expletive Uh. light off (laughs) turn that ashlern light (laughs) I made a a mental note that if I ever see another bright light to clean up my language just in case (laughs) I'll say that person's going straight to hell because they curse at a ghost (laughs) I mean you never know what you're supposed to do you just Uh, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is say get the fuck out of here you know like yeah and I'm sorry if it's I mean 
look, we saw the ghost of my dead grandmother as a child the night of her funeral, Mm -hmm. and we banished that woman. We're like, go, go, mom's down the hallway. So, (laughs) hey, sorry, grandmama. You got to do what you got to do. do, You just, you react. There's no time Mm -hmm. to think. There's no time to think. That's Okay, I have one more, and I'm pretty sure it's better. Oh, well, nothing's going to be as good as mine, Miss Tammy. Oh, good. No, that was sarcastic. Mine's terrible. Um, I love it. It's, you know, Christmas always is a bit of a letdown. So this is, this is <laughs> so <good>. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're really, we're really sticking with the true holiday spirit for our we audience. We really are. Yes. There was a lot of buildup. Yep. And then the actual delivery was like, oh, mm. wow, that was so scary. Wow. <laughs> I won't be able to sleep for a sleep. whole 30 I seconds. Chills even. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. Um, at least this one's shorter. Okay. It was Christmas of 95 or 96 at my aunt's house on a reservation in North Dakota. Some of my family was in the living room watching television. The kids were playing in their rooms or sleeping. And my uncle, aunt, and I were sitting at the table putting a puzzle together. Hmm. That is just pure content right there. Mm, it's painting a really beautiful picture. I like it. My cousin, who worked at a casino, was due home around midnight or 1 a.m. That night, as she pulled up and was walking towards the house, she looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table, my uncle sitting across from me. And she also saw someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. She continued to walk into the house, thinking nothing of it. When she got inside, she said her hellos, put her stuff away, and came to join us. As we were sitting there talking, she looked at me and asked, who was standing next to me a few minutes ago and who was in the corner? I told her no one. And she said, yeah, there was someone standing next to you. It looked like your mom and she was playing with your hair. Uh, She said this person was running her hand on my hair as a mother does to a child. It kind of freaked me out as I was probably only 12 or 13 at the time. My cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head and watching me put the puzzle together with my aunt and uncle. And that there was another person standing behind that person. We got around to thinking the second person was probably her mom who had passed away on her birthday a week before Christmas in 92. In my family, we consider our aunts and uncles to be just like our moms and dads. After thinking it could have been her, it didn't scare me so much. Around around Christmas, something strange almost always happens. We just think it's my mom visiting us. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. And such a mom thing to do, like play with their child's hair Mm -hmm. and just standing above them. Yeah. Oh. That's so much. Mine's yeah. got like that same sweet sentimental vibe as well. Mm-hmm. I like those. Wait, where did you? Oh, that's right. Live, live, live about, live, live about. about, live about, live about. Dot com. Love about, love, live, <laughs> laugh about, live, laugh, love live about. about, laugh about, love about. Live about, live about, love about, live about. Laugh this about. This is turning into our own ska <laughs> band over here. <laughs> that was last week. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> remember, guys, how last week we talked about that ska band? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how that's funny joke from a week ago and not an hour ago? <laughs> only The only people who would remember that is if this was literally the only podcast they listened to literally right. ever. Then they'd be like, yeah, I remember that. Otherwise, like even me, I listened to so, my so many podcasts. Well, how long did it take us to remember what our subject had been the week before <laughs> when we just posted it? And literally, I was still struggling I was like, when you oh, looked it up. Oh. I was like, I remember one of the jokes I made 
in the description and I was like gangsta but like I don't- <laughs> wait Tammy are we re- recording this in real on real life repeal day speaking of Fuck. that episode that we totally forgot about well it's either the seventh or the fifth whichever one I said was wrong <laughs> well I think it's wait I have like a December 5th oh my god <gasps> Oh my God! Happy repeal Happy day! Happy repeal day! Cheers! Cheers. I'm gonna drink the rest of that prosecco for repeal day, and not because I have a problem, and not because you're mad at your family for ditching you. You and I both Ditched have abandonment me. issues, and that's not uh. our fault. It's not our <laughs> fault, okay? <laughs> um, yes. In the case I was confusing at all, yes, we put up a repeal day episode two weeks ago. But we did not record it on repeal day. It was yeah, just we dropping got, we got way ahead. on repeal day. And now we're recording the episodes that you're hearing in late to mid mid to late December. And we're actually mm-hmm. recording it on the real repeal day. Does that make That's sense? That's exciting. It's exciting. I'm ex- Do you understand how calendars work? Yes, Tammy. Not you, yes, Amy. We, oh, I'm answering as the audience. Oh. Yes, oh, yes, you. we do. We love your explanation, your Tamsplation. Okay, yes, thank you. Could you please go write a review? Damn it. <laughs> right away, Tammy. Right away. Otherwise, oh, thank you, audience. Santa Claus isn't going to come <gasps> give you presents. Santa's watching right now, and, and he you... only brings presents to good reviewers. That's right, <laughs> specifically of this podcast. We'll uh-huh. remind you guys at the end of this episode. Yeah, um, which is coming up real soon because this story <laughs> <laughs> is a real doozy. Um, all right, it's short, it's sweet. It's from my favorite cheat website, yourghoststories.com. Yes, and it goes like this. So this w- this is titled "The Christmas Spirit: My Mother's Story." Um, cool. Okay, so here we are. Although, oh, here we go. Okay. Although my mother would not say she believed in ghosts, she would not deny their existence either. As she put it, quote, just in case one is listening and decides to give proof. However, she was not without her own experiences, as the following account shows. It was Christmas Eve, 1946, in the projects of Chicago. Picture this. I'm picturing it. It's very jazzy. Yes. (laughs) Christmas Eve, 46, Chicago. Uh, Projects of Chicago. Um... She had twins that were about eight years old, and uh, the author of this, this other son, I guess, I don't know how, where he fell in line with these ages, but she had this one kid who's writing the story now as an adult, eight-year-old twins and a two-year-old, another two-year-old boy, so four kids. My mother was saddened that there would be no Santa for them that year. Although the Great Depression had ended, America was still struggling. I mean, yeah, World War II. Oh, that did it. Wait, no, it was over. When did World War II end? 45? 45 for us. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they were. Like the war in Europe ended in 43. Oh, right. But like D-Day. Did you see my Tam's play? Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, that's D-Day, but it's like, or like victory in Europe. Because they, yeah, because they ended in Europe before the, because then they had to go drop bombs on Japan. Oh. And by had to, I mean. That's right. Did not have to. I mean, probably did. I don't know. I don't know either. Hindsight. Yeah. I've watched a lot of Ken Burns, but not enough to know the true story. How did I know you were going to cite Ken Burns? Just something 
something in my gut knew there was going to be a Ken Burns reference. (laughs) I've got some more Ken Burns coming up because uh, he released that documentary about uh, country music. And I couldn't get it in the UK. So I needed to... uh, (gasps) I needed to wait till I'm here, so I'm waiting for a good uh, Ooh, fun, yeah. fun. Um, well, we'll have to ask Ken Burns when exactly uh, things got real good in the projects of Chicago, which my guess yeah. is never. Um, so, okay, so the Great Depression ended, the war was over, but America was still struggling, especially in the projects of Chicago. My dad brought home fifteen dollars a week. Almost nine dollars would be set aside to pay the rent on their small apartment. Wow which didn't leave much for a family of five. Every penny was earmarked just for survival. No, it's a family of six. What is this kid talking about? He said the twins were eight. My youngest brother, my oldest brother was two. Oh, he wasn't born yet. Oh. Okay. Okay, he's not born yet. This is just a story his mother passed down to him. Got it. Okay. Okay, 15 bucks a week, family of five. Rent is nine bucks. So yeah, they they poe. They real po. Uh, she had oh mother. The mother had been waiting for, on my father to return from work so that she could go to the grocery store and pick up some items. Mrs. Bowman, a neighbor lady, knocked on the door with a message from my father. He would be home later than expected, and she should go to the store without him. My parents didn't have a phone, so I guess the dad called the neighbor from work because she had a phone and was like, "Hey, oh yeah, hey, she." I think that was pretty common. Yeah. like holler down the hallway or whatever. It was common when I was growing up, even. I mean, I think we had a phone. I don't. We didn't have a lot of money, but I'm pretty sure we had a telephone. I would not be surprised if we did not, though. Um, She. Okay, so Mrs. Bowman is like, yo, Teresa. No, that's not a Chicago accent. That's New York. Uh, (laughs) Your man called. He says, go to the store without him. He said, we work late. Um, So. Mrs. Bowman was like, I'll watch the kids. You know, it's getting dark. Hurry to the store. Get there before it closed because it's Christmas Eve. And right. uh, stores close early on Christmas Eve. Um, so he's the author writes, winter can be bitter in Chicago. And the wind bit my mother's bare legs Duh. and sliced through her old coat as she walked the four blocks to the store. My mom always wore dresses no matter what. Oh, I mean, I have a comment. Yes, she was cl- she was wearing hose. She would have to wear hose, pantyhose, yeah. because it was the forties, and of course, she was wearing a dress. It was the forties. Well, b- but but maybe because she's so poor, she was still doing that thing where she just drew oh. a line on her legs with like eyeliner because she couldn't afford pantyhose, and they. Amy, I happily retract my tam explaining. <laughs> yeah, I accept your retraction. I'm enjoying that. Uh, it's the only time that will ever happen. It's just, it's just my speculation. Yeah. Maybe nylons weren't back on the shelves yet, you know? Sure. Um, she was nearly frozen as she approached the store's parking lot. She felt something wrap itself around her ankle. Looking down and pulling it off, she saw it was a $5 bill. What? Hey, big spender. <laughs> <laughs> A small fortune in those days. She looked about for its owner, someone who might have dropped it, even though she was sorely tempted to just cram it into her pocket. I mean, that's what Mm -hmm. I would do. Um, Then she saw a man standing nearly hidden in the shadows. Excuse me, she said, approaching him, but have you lost something? He took a step out of the shadows. She, She was struck by the fact that although he didn't appear dressed for the cold, 
He only wore a light jacket. He did not appear cold at all. He smiled warmly at her, and the most it, she said it was the most beautiful smile she had ever seen. Yes, ma'am, he said, $5 to be exact. Then this is yours. She extended the bill towards him. Keep it. Get the kids something nice. My mother's jaw fell open. The second half of what he said wouldn't hit her until later. She said, are you sure? It's an awful lot. But the man had already turned walking off, cutting across a section of fresh fallen snow. Thank you. Merry Christmas, she called after him as she assumed he disappeared into the darker shadows. But, and she is adamant about this, he left no footprints <gasps> in the freshly fallen snow oh my God. where he walked. <laughs> she went and took a good look when she finished shopping. Um, her Christmas miracle didn't end there. Inside the store on a long table was an assortment of plastic toys. She chose two plastic dolls and a red fire truck. The owner of the store was working the counter and he placed some candy into her bag, telling her to hush when she objected. He knew our family and wanted to be allowed to spoil the babies just a little. My mother says that never had a full bag of groceries felt so light to carry on the walk home. Back home, Mrs. Bowman, who was watching the kids, um, she grabbed some fabric scraps um, to create little outfits for the dolls. And soon they had the kids fed and put down and they were busying themselves with the sewing, sewing the tiny dresses for the dolls until my father came home, lugging behind him a small tree. The reason he was late was he had the chance to work for a friend at a Christmas tree lot, and this tree was left over. The friend let him have it and paid him a whopping 50 cents. Whoa. You can say coincidence and folks being kind all you want, my mother would say when telling this story. But you tell me, what kind of man could possibly know that I had kids and leave no prints in the snow except mm-hmm. for a Christmas spirit? Aww. Yeah, I know. I thought that was Amy, sweet. I liked it a lot. <gasps> you did? I did. It made me have feelings. Well. Like two different feelings. You know what? <laughs> It made me have feelings rereading it out loud. It was a little bit different because it really was. I mean, you sold it. I think, you really oh, sold thank it. Thank you. I slurred mm-hmm. a little, but that's okay. That's what sold it for it's me. The Christmas spirits in it. Mm-hmm. My Christmas, Christmas spirits. My Christmas spirits that live in this cup. Amen. It's a, it is a sweet story. And it is cute that it happened before he was born and now his mother's mm-hmm. passed probably. But I know. I yeah. thought it was pretty pretty sweet Aww. yeah yes so we leave that's lovely we leave you with the warm feeling of the christmas spirit within you no matter what holiday you celebrate oh uh, well we would leave you with that except oh. for i have a hotter host oh shit i mean it's terrible nope i mean they're always terrible because they're so difficult but i'm well so excited you're just gonna have to guess and it's okay okay because we were talking about Harry Potter oh, and Hogwarts great. at Christmas. I know. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry, Amy. Um, one of the reasons Harry Potter is such a Christmas thing for me, or one of the ways I celebrate is, uh, a million years ago, I listened to a podcast straight up before podcasts were a thing. Um, that was a Harry Potter podcast. It was like you got it on your computer. Like oh we didn't God. have smartphones. Amazing. I don't think they even called it a podcast back like, then. Like it's it, a it, radio this play. Is, this is legitimately like 2005 when I was listening wow. to this. Like it was, yeah. So um, it was a Harry Potter podcast, and I loved it so much. And then, funny story, one of the podcast groups we're in. 
the lady that started that is in it and she commented on something and I was like is this you? <laughs> I was like, I am sorry, but I am a huge fan. Like, I oh was, like, losing God. my mind. And she was like, oh, that's so nice. And I was like, <laughs> even so, I'm, like, starstruck by that. That's amazing. I was losing my mind. I was literally like, you made me feel comfortable in my fandom. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Aww. She was very sweet. That's so um, sweet. So, anyway, this uh, podcast was called The Leaky Cauldron. And um, they were very popular and they did a lot of work and they they did like every year for a little while they would put out a christmas album uh and all the proceeds would go to like a charity um and so the christmas album is all uh wizard themed harry potter themed and um there actually is a huge phenomenon of wizard rock that's like a real thing like there are bands and a lot of them are called this Harry and the Potters, Draco and the Malfoys. <laughs> like, it's like that. Um, That's great. There's a bunch of fun ones, though. And so, uh, literally, I have every word to the first Jingle Spells album <laughs> That's amazing. memorized. That's so cute. And it is, and even though my CD is super scratched, I eventually bought a digital version because it's just not Christmas until I've listened to Jingle Spells. Oh, so, that's cute. I am going to tell you four jingle spells uh album songs like the song titles and one of them i have made up oh god oh god i'm so excited and nervous okay Okay. here we go and also like you can't get this wrong because there's no way you're gonna get this right it's It's gonna be a lucky guess Yeah. yeah okay okay um here's okay one christmas rules voldemort drools <laughs> two so dumb Voldy baby. Oh, Voldy baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Three. Rudolph the red-nosed Thestral. <laughs> oh. Or four. The twelve days of Wizard Christmas. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go with the first one based on the fact that it doesn't sound like there's a Christmassy theme to it. The other ones are puns on actual Christmas songs. So I'm gonna go with Voldemort. Wait, what is it called? Some Christmas rules, rules Voldemort, Voldemort drools. Yes. Amy, I'm sorry to tell you that is the first song on the album. No. <laughs> and even oh. though he's back, we won't let him ruin our favorite time of year. That's why we all sing Christmas rules, Voldemort drools, Christmas rules, Voldemort drools. It's very punky. Oh, it like sounds. It. Is it? Is it a little yeah. bit on the edge of ska? It could be ska adjacent. <laughs> um, Voldy baby, you nailed. That's exactly what it is. Yes, Voldy baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I made up Rudolph the Red-Nosed Thestral. Oh, man. Wait, what? So what's a Thestral? Uh, the Thestral is, if you've seen the movies, you could, you might remember in the fifth movie, Harry finally sees the skeletal like uh, winged horses that draw the carriages, yes. and then they ride them into London. Those are Thestrals. That's a Thestral. Okay, got you it. You can only see them when you're uh, uh, when somebody's died. You've seen someone mm-hmm. die. The Twelve Days of Wizard Christmas are amazing. Oh, I'll it's, bet. Um, it's by, uh, I think it's called like the Fred and George Experience or something like that. Oh or no, it's called Gred and Forge, which is a joke that they make. Wow, I'm a huge dork. Um, so <laughs> this was the best. 
podcast. I had no idea this stuff even existed. That's so fun. Um, it's really fun. It's, it, it really makes me feel good. I will say, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Thestral, I halfway stole because there is a whole song about how um, Santa is about to deliver his presents and then all the reindeer died and he's like what am I going to do so he calls up his friend Dumbledore and Dumbledore's like I got Thestrals for you <laughs> so the Thestrals the Thestrals go and draw the sleigh that year so oh my gosh I love this so much Tammy you should just write you so shouldn't. much holiday fan fiction for based off of Harry Potter how dare you imply that I'm not already writing Harry Potter mm. fan fiction as we speak you could be the next whatever that woman is who did Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or wait, the 50 sorry, shades 50 of shades. Gray. That's what I meant. 50 shades. Cause that was fan fiction based off of twilight. Yes. Yeah. It You're going to be that next 50 shades lady, but much, Thank much you. more clean and, and like yeah. PG rated. My, well, 13. Okay. I'll PG take a 13. 13. Cause you know, yeah. you might have some expletives like star pound, yeah. dollar mm-hmm. sign, uh, star. Right. Exclamation point. exclamation point yeah semicolon yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yep um well if you've forgotten how to swear <laughs> um you should send us an email about that or possibly your paranormal experiences at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com which can also be submitted through our amazing website up uh, uh and and uh-huh. uh please follow us on our social media accounts on instagram we are banshees and booze and we post corresponding photos for every episode guaranteed guaranteed uh we're also over on twitter at banshees Mm. booze and please rate review and subscribe as a holiday gift to us please oh my gosh it's free and it takes like 30 seconds or less and i don't know about other phones because i just know about my phone but you can literally just whatever you're listening to right now scroll down scroll down and click write a review it's so easy pop in those five stars and then you could write whatever you wanted you could even write expletives with your little yeah you could write star pound exclamation point question mark hashtag all of it you know i think it was funny we'll decipher what we think what we think it means ourselves Uh uh-huh we sure will and uh i think that covers the the politics of yeah. this shit. I think the politics. <laughs> think business parts taken the care business. of. So yeah. that leaves me with this, Tammy. <gasps> yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Uh, ruin Santa for your kids and abandon them for dinner. Oh, <laughs> my poor parents. I'm literally going to delete this one from their phone. They won't know. <laughs> They'll, they won't know. They'll never they be like, know. say, what happened to that episode the week before Christmas? Uh, we didn't, we didn't record. We, we needed a break. Christmas vacation. You already listened to it. <laughs> You're having a senior moment. <laughs> That's the best part about parents getting older. It's like, I wish I had old parents. So I could have just blamed them, but they were so fucking I know. young. Mine are so young. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not, I couldn't get anything yeah. past them. They were like fucking 30 years old. My God. Yeah. Damn it. It's ridiculous. They're like, I know you're lying. Because I'm as young as you. <laughs> yeah, because I just lied to you. Um, <laughs> About Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Amy. Uh, y- y- yes, Tammy? If you see a ghost, let it know that it looks good, doesn't it? <laughs>
I cannot wait to know the truth. It's killing me, girl. We're not going to find I, out until Christmas Eve. I won't look until Christmas Eve. Oh, my Eve. God. Like, this is my this is my promise. Okay. But my God, we're going to have conversations. We're going to have conversations. I will probably watch it before Christmas Eve or not until after yeah. Christmas. It depends on how, how much I can hold back. But right. we're going to talk. When we've both seen it, we won't spoil we won't. it. We're going to both discover it. Yes. I won't. Oh my we'll God. discover it together. This is very <laughs> This is important. This is very important, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week will be actually the Christmas Eve drop. So stay tuned yeah. for some more holiday cheer. Yay. Yay! But All right. See you bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>